Hey, how's it going? You're listening to Reptiles with Yoshi. This is Constantino with Constantino. This is Chucky from Mad Bio Reptiles. Alright, if you're listening and want to watch, you can check us out on YouTube as Modern Reptile. And if you're watching and want to listen, we're on pretty much every streaming platform that matters. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Tired. Yeah, yeah chilling. No sleep. Four hours of sleep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, for sure. So we're right now, not really live, but live from Imperial Reptiles. Just hanging out here. Um, this is going to be the second podcast that we do on this channel. Pretty much, I mean, you guys know that we do, I do my Reptiles with Modern Reptile, which is pretty much all we talk about at this point is ball pythons because that's all the fuck that's going on. But I figured that you know, whenever, we, like I, we've spoken about before, every time, you know, we take a break here at work, um, you know, we just go off for 15, 20 minutes on talking bullshit about reptiles, and I was like, man, like, if only we filmed this, you know, <laughs> it's, it's great stuff. So I figured that we could just do this, and I don't know, uh, you guys want to talk a little bit about what you do? Um, so I do work mostly with uh, whole world rat snakes, uh, that's what I prefer, I like the beauty snakes, uh, Blue Beauties, really nice cave dwelling racer. They're just really, really nice snakes, and I feel like they're really underappreciated. Um, a lot of people prefer New World bluebirds, mm -hmm. uh, your hog noses, your corn snakes. But I think the Old World has a lot of uh, a lot, there's a lot of potential there that's not really touched on. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I think a lot of it is the temperament. A lot of people don't like a snake that is more. Um, needs a little bit more work, a little bit more handling. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I this think, and that and the other. I think you just like to get bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, true, it's true. It's true. I actually want to feel something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you need to talk after this? <laughs> <laughs> you need therapy, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're up, bro. Uh, so, I pretty much keep a couple things at home, including ball pythons here and there, iguanas, and things like that. But I'm also a zookeeper at Wild Florida, and I focus on crocodilians for the most part. So, alligators, crocodiles, and caiman. Uh, for the most part, training yeah. and educating people on them and doing shows, educational shows for the people that visit the park. Cool, so pretty much the the whole goal here is, you know, we have like me, that I come from more of like the pet trade, like I breed ball pythons, I breed blue tongue stinks and some turtles, you know, and then we have Tino that literally hates everything that's popular. <laughs> it is correct. <laughs> yeah. I join you on that. Yeah, and then Chuck here comes with um, all the stuff when it comes to like zoo stuff and whatever. And that's actually something that I did want to talk to you guys about because I don't know if you've noticed, but is like everybody coming out with like zoos? What do you mean? Like everybody's like Brian making... Barczyk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's had his zoo for a little bit, but like after he really pub pu uh, like publicized his zoo, everybody's like, I need a private zoo. Yeah. We yeah. Like, 100%. Discovery. I mean, imagine private tours. Imagine this. This is the way I see it. So if you're breeding snakes or breeding reptiles, uh -huh. and that's the way you make income, yeah. you have to put so much time into those animals and you're gonna have 300 animals at a time to be making good money. Yeah. But imagine having less animals out of zoos, people pay you just to look at the animals and then you have time for yourself. Yeah. So of course, everyone's going from breeding to I need time for myself, why not make a zoo, have less animals, people pay me to just come see the animals and then they get to travel, they get to do everything else they want. So I think that's the reason why people are leaving the breeding business and going more into the zoo uh, aspect of okay. it. And a lot of them aren't really zoos, if you think about it. It's just pretty much a reptile room that's yeah. large enough for you to walk around, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's very interesting to see that change. A lot of people have that, or like people like Camp Cannon, he has a piece of land and he has a whole bunch of tortoises and yeah. iguanas and things like that. People are moving more to that more than breeding because 
it gives them more time for themselves at the end yeah. when it comes to economics, of course. You know, actually, I was thinking about that, um, like, with the three ways that the reptile industry is going, like, um, with in terms of, like, the three ways to go ahead and approach it. So, like, there's education, there's conservation, and then there's retail. Okay. You know, so, like, a zoo ideally should hit uh, education and conservation for the most part. Yep. You start educating the public, and then you use those funds to go ahead and put them more into the conservation. Retail, also, you want to work with the education as good breeders. You should be telling people the animals you have, how to take care of them, uh, what they can do to then conserve these animals. But for the most part, it's yep, uh, the first two. gaining that money and then educating these people. Yeah. And then with um, conservation, it's literally just trying to find funds <laughs> to keep you know keep these, these animals species, out there the and keep people from absolutely. doing things. That's something I want to do, honestly, in within the, the industry itself. As I grow, I want to get the pet trade to be more involved into conservation in a positive manner because I see it a lot in a negative manner where people take animals out of their habitats, they go down in numbers, and then nothing's being put back for the most part. Right. Or whether it is the animals themselves, sometimes even funds. A lot of these animals are just taken out, uh, they go into endangerment, then those animals are not being imported anymore, and then they become illegal and all these things. Yeah. I would like to find a way where the pet trade can help conservation in one way or another. Yeah, the way that the way that I see it though, it's like, I mean, there's a, what is it that, that Tom Crutchfield says? It's like conservation through commercialization. Yes. Yes. You know, so that, yes. But something else that I see is, uh, it's, for the most part, I think the people that are making the zoos are primarily in Florida. So my whole thought process throughout this whole thing is like, does FWC like uh, put laws at all against zoos? Yes. Maybe like, my whole thing is like, man, what if it's like all these people want their own private zoo that's legally a private zoo, so that way FWC can't come for them. Well, one of the worst things that FWC does is that you have to have, for certain species of animals, like your indigo snakes, um, you have to have certain licensing that allows you to yep. go ahead and put them on display so that you can then, because they say it's for conservation, but uh -huh. really it's so that they can go ahead and monitor more what yep. you have. Uh -huh. um, but, like, I, I don't know, because then it's like, oh, I have one indigo snake, but it's okay if anybody just comes into my house whenever they want. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like it, it's it's drawing the line between what really counts as like on display for the public and a private collection. Yeah. So coming from a zoo, all the laws that as, that affect uh, a keeper also affect a zoo. So right now, we at my zoo had to get rid of our Burmese pythons because mm. they became illegal. Yeah. Well, that's something that I didn't. No, because mm. I really this whole time was like, man, maybe everybody's just trying to go private so that way they can't go with the law. But I didn't know that zoos still also have yep. to get rid of their shit. You have to follow the same rules, same permitting, same thing as everybody else. The only difference is that we have a facility. So a lot of times we can keep animals for education, but we cannot breed or anything like that. Yep. So right now those berms, the reason we had to uh, send them back is because it, our enclosure was outside. It was very, very large. So they wanted them inside, or if they were outside, the enclosure had to be, be made out of cement, like all these specific things yeah, that yeah. we didn't have time to do, yeah. so we had to send them out instead. So same rules that happened to everybody else, zoos are affected by it too. Yeah. You know, the way that I see it though, it's like, okay, so before the Reptarium, uh, it, the whole, everybody's thought process was, all right, so I like reptiles, I have a reptile, now I'm gonna breed reptiles, and then I'm gonna just have a million reptiles. You know, and then now I start seeing like, a, just the, the, the flow of time, maybe people start thinking in their head like, well, the whole thing is you love reptiles, you breed reptiles, you become a reptile too. And then so I'm thinking, I'm like, man, that's not like a great idea either, everybody has a zoo. 
I mean, it's cool. It'll be competition until yeah. everybody kills each other, yeah. business-wise, of course. Yeah. So I'm thinking about that, and I'm like, man, like, are we gonna oversaturate people with these fucking reptiles? Probably. I mean, if you think about it, that's what happened with breeding. Yeah. yeah. One started breeding, the next started breeding, then everybody and their mama has a ball python, and everybody's yeah. trying to breed. So same yeah. thing would happen until it gets. Yeah. I still think the stigma is still there against reptiles, though. I feel like most people, um, like. Especially when it comes to like the environment after we see banding iguanas and tegus because they're destructive to the environment, they're uh, killing wildlife or whatever it is, that, yeah. whatever excuse they're trying to say. Because honestly, when it comes down to it, feral hogs, way worse for the environment. Yeah. Feral cats, devastating to the environment. Oh, absolutely. Annually, you know, and it's like, but is, is after we see going to come for, for domesticated cats or cats that are let outside? Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, the so problem, many people would have problems with that. Yeah, absolutely. The, pro- the, the pigs, we can't count them just because they came with the Spaniards. So it was so long ago, we have no control over it. But the cats, the problem with the cats, they can try to come for the cats, but most of the population is going to fight that back. Yeah. Now, the reptile community is a lot smaller, and it is still affecting the environment in many different ways. So that's something that I try to focus on a lot. And yes, cats are worse, but that doesn't mean... That's almost like whenever you get in trouble in school and you're like the teacher yells at you and you're like but pedro over there and she's like yeah, shut yeah. up bitch it's kind of that like where like that yes <laughs> makes sense but if you make that an excuse let's say uh, in court yeah the judge is gonna be like shut the fuck yeah, up. yeah. but yeah. there's yeah. also like lines too so like yeah pedro might be drawing on his desk and you're stealing the teacher's pencils but you know jimmy's in the corner murdering Susie. You know, like, yeah. it, it, you, you don't want to compare Jimmy to Susie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? exactly. Like, exactly. With the FWC meeting, they were comparing iguanas and tegus to the state that Burmese pythons are at. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not even, that's not yeah. even comparable. That's not even any question. Yeah. But, uh, all right. This was the Reptiles with Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, searching Modern Reptile. Uh, you can find me at Modern Reptile Shop on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Where, where can they find you guys? You can find me uh, at Imperial Reptiles working because I'm kind of <laughs> um, and on Instagram I am at constantly underscore underscore Tina. There's two underscores. There's two underscores because the first underscore is stolen. So if you have the first underscore. <laughs> kudos, kudos, kudos. No, Why don't you just change it to like a period? You know, but the underscore is so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so me, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, as Mad Bio Reptiles. And yeah, pretty much it. Alrighty, this was the Reptiles Week Podcast. Later.